first move for a couple that I have to do is to get them to recognize the pattern. Hmm. And then I can say, so we have a choice here. We can continue to make the partner wrong, or you can become a team making the pattern wrong. Wow. Mm, I like that. I like that. Make the pattern wrong. And now you're a team mm-hmm. against the pattern instead of making each other. Now, that's the first, that's the first move of a we. In every couple, the heart and soul of that relationship is the we. Show me a couple without a we and I'll show you a war. You're listening to Trade Secrets with Oliver and Denise. If you work for Microsoft, you can't share operational secrets with someone from Apple. Yeah, that's true. But in relationships, though, it's a little different. We should share the good, the bad, all of those types of things that help our relationships to grow. Yeah, you're right about that. And I feel like the information shared in these conversations will do just that. So let's dive into today's episode. What's up, family? Hey, guys. Listen, we are back for another episode of Trade Secrets, and I'm really excited to talk to this guy. You know I am, because he was talking about all things that's right up my alley. Man, I'm telling you. (laughs) So first of all, before we tell you who it is, we're going to tell you like we normally do. I'm warning you. Get your pen and paper. Get your pen and paper. This is a master class. Literally. This is a masterclass. I'm telling you ahead of time, you are going to want to listen to this more than once. This 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 gentleman, I heard him. I was in a clubhouse room with him. Mm -hmm. And after I heard him, I was like, okay, I need to follow this guy immediately. He is uh, a national speaker. He is an expert that's been featured on celebrity TV and radio shows. Man, this I can't wait to talk to this guy. Who right. who are we talking to today? So we are talking to Dr. Gary Salier. He's a transformational relationship mentor. Uh, for the past decade, he's been in private practice, and he offers singles and couples heart-centered transformation so that they can rewrite the rules for love in their brains and create a love that lasts. That's phenomenal. Yeah. Rewriting the rules for love in their brains. Like, you know, that made my ears perk up (laughs) when I read that. He's also the author of the groundbreaking book, Safe to Love Again, How to Release the Pain of the Past, How to Release the Pain of Past Relationships and Create the Love You Deserve. Yeah. And he talks about that. Yeah. He talks about that as well in the interview. Really great. Listen, so we're we're going to stop talking. We're going <laughs> to jump right into this conversation. And I'm going to say it one more time because I'm trying to give you time to do it. Get your pen and paper. This is a master class. This is one you're going to want to download, put in your collection mm-hmm. and listen to over and over. Yeah. All right. With that being said, let's jump into the conversation. Here we go. As the introduction said, we're excited to talk to this gentleman, mm-hmm. right? Because what I love about talking to many of our guests is that there is there's always something behind the passion yeah yeah right and and for those of you who are listening 
you want to find someone, if you're looking for a coach, you're looking for a mentor, you want to find somebody, not necessarily that has, it's, they don't have to have a crazy story, but you want to have somebody who has something behind the passion. Yeah. The passion can't just be to get the bag or to make money off of you. There has to be something that led them right. to this process. And and Gary, first of all, before we jump into what that is, thank you so much for being here. We appreciate you. Yes. Well, thank you. Man, it and and it's 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 awesome how these connections happen, right? We were in a room together on Clubhouse. Mm-hmm. And I heard this gentleman speak and I'm like, oh, I got to go follow him on Instagram (laughs) immediately. (laughs) And from there, here we are with this conversation. So listen, Gary, thank you again for the time. And as we always like to do, listen, let's jump into the backstory. You are a phenomenal relationship coach. Mm -hmm. um, And we'll talk about all that you do and what you can offer. But I want to go back. Where did this start? Where did you get this passion? You know, it actually started a very, very long time ago, Denise and Oliver. Um, Seven, hanging out at a party. My family was very dysfunctional. Alcoholism back for, uh, oh gosh, seven generations, right? Mm -hmm. And I was noticing when my uncles got got, uh, drunk, how mean they got with their wives. Wow. Mm -hmm. And I remember thinking at seven... You know, why can't adults just love each other? Mm. Why do people have to be mean? And I remember, you know, I saw these divorces and I remember thinking, I am never going to be divorced. Mm. And that, and I made that decision at seven. Mm. Wow. That was never going to happen. So I, when I got into college and I was like the first person in seven generations to graduate from high school. Mm-hmm. So I kind of broke that mold a little bit, mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, um, I have, I'm getting two degrees, one in religion, one in psychology to think, you know, I'm going to stamp this thing out. And my senior year in college, my favorite psychology professor called me into his office that I'm, you know, I've got this personality exam and test that's kind of experimental. And I'd like you to come in and then I'll squirt and we'll tell you what the results are later. Uh-huh. So I came in and took it. And a few days later, I'm strolling through the camp. He says, Gary, come on by my office this afternoon. So we go in and we talk and he tells me my strengths and my weaknesses. And as I am walking out the door, I hit the I hit the door and I'm about ready to turn to my class down the hall. And he says, oh, by the way, Gary, I forgot to tell you, you have a 90 percent chance of having a divorce. Wow. Wow. And grenades went off in my head. Mm. I, I, I remember. I, I couldn't have been more shocked, so much so that two hours later, I had delayed graduation from college to go wow. to stay a fifth year and get another degree in marriage and family. Wow. If, if, two, if two majors didn't do it, then three will be the ticket. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was determined that 90 is going down. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it was like that. Hey, if I haven't wiped it out by now, we're going to wipe it out. So imagine. When 13 years later, my first wife, my college sweetheart, says, Gary, I wanted a divorce. Wow. I was floored. Mm. I mean, how did this happen? I'd done everything. Yeah. So, you know, I pick up the pieces and I do like seven and a half years of therapy, pronounce myself good to go. And 
get married a second time. And within months, I see the wheels coming off the buggy. Mm. I'm going, oh, God, tell me not again. And then after that went south, after just four years, um, I went through a string of um, relationships, all under the banner, it must be something wrong with women. Mm. (laughs) 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 And after I blew it with a really wonderful woman, I was shaving one day and I said, you know, there's only one common denominator here. And it's you. Yeah. It's you. Wow. You know, and I remember thinking I have done degrees. I have done workshops. I have done John Bradshaw. I've done, you know, over a decade of therapy in my life. And I said, a therapy can't crack the code. I will. Because if nobody can, you know, it shouldn't be this hard for someone who sincerely wants a lasting love to be able to make the changes to get it. Yeah. I looked in the mirror and it became a driving force. If they can't crack the code, then I will. Wow. Um, and so, and that was the day all this stuff was born. And then it was like, how do I find it? Mm-hmm. How do I turn the researcher on? Right. You know, and, and it became um, a holy grail, not just for myself, because the question was in my mind, nobody should work this hard. To have a lasting love mm-hmm. and get these frigging results when you've worked your kazoos off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. And, yeah. So it was like, by God, we're gonna we're gonna crack this code. Mm-hmm. What and I thought I have two best friends married, you know, 40, 45 years, you know. And um I was like, okay, at the time they weren't married that long, but I remember just thinking, uh, what makes them so different? Right. You know. What makes a brain function that just naturally picks and selects lasting? Mm. And that's that's my passion. Wow. Lasting love. Everybody deserves a love that lasts. Yeah. That's as sim- it's on the back of the book, and it's about as simple as that. What's that? That's what drives me. That's fantastic. Man, yeah, that's awesome. And yeah. and so and so, let me ask you this now. Obviously, we're not going to ask you to give away all the secrets in the book because we want the folk that are listening to purchase the book. Right. Mm-hmm. However, share with us one of those things that you learned because you asked the question. You 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 posed this conundrum, if you will, like you shouldn't have mm-hmm. to work this hard. Yes, to to get a lasting love. And so, what, what's one of the things you found out that contributes to uh, sustaining that 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 type of love? Well, I think there's two of them, and uh, the shock of my life was to find out that what drives uh, love. I thought it was going to be more logical than this. That would be a logical answer. Mm -hmm. And then at the bottom of every brain, that is what they call securely attached, you know, uh, that has a, that's just a fancy scientific term for those who are able to pick and choose and create and keep a lasting love, Mm -hmm. right? Uh, That there are four feelings that drive the buggy that are sitting at the base of the brain that that determines their actions, their attitudes, the way they filter life. Do they feel welcomed with joy, worthy and nourished, cherished and protected and empowered with choice? Because worthy people don't find takers. (laughs) Empowered people don't find people who dominate them or lose themselves in relationships. And I have to say, when I found out it was feelings running the boat, and you have to feel them in your core. I, I remember having a, a moment with the universe 
saying, okay, now we know you're a woman. <laughs> you know, but it's it's and for a guy it was a shock uh it's feelings you have to give and receive and you know when you grow up in a with a borderline mother welcome is out the door i didn't feel truly welcome worthy 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 was always walking out the door never felt empowered never cherished right and so it's it's those the feelings and the other one that's kind of my trade secret is um, uh, love to, lasting love or all love takes uh, a calm brain. A it calm a, brain? Calm. A calm brain, yes. Okay. Um, there is nothing more deadly to the couples that I've worked with and, that, and I have been in relationships than those horrible reactive states mm-hmm. where, you know, what Sue Johnson calls demon dialogues, mm-hmm. where you're triggered you, and you say the awfulest things to each other because the reptile brain is talking rather than the human part of your brain. Mm-hmm. And nothing good comes from these. Yeah. Or you yeah. just withdraw and the other person gets emotional whiplash, right? Wow. Um, these, it takes a calm brain to be able to sit in an, uh, you know, a conflict and, and to really stay attuned. Mm-hmm. And when you're not, it takes, you have to be able to walk away until you get calm again. Um, the biggest thing I have done for myself is to train myself to not feel those feelings, but to find out where my triggers and go states are, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, and to calm my brain from reacting to them. Wow. That's yeah. great. So yeah, trigger Gary is not a fun Gary. <laughs> yeah. and, and it's interesting, man, because that is, man, that, that could save a million marriages mm. that alone yeah. just getting the discipline or learning that discipline to if calm you will, your brain to calm your brain so that what happens next in the series of events is not something that will tear down your relationship mm-hmm. exactly yeah you know what's you know what's interesting gary you the yeah. way you said it mm-hmm. It sounds really simple. Mm-hmm. Why why yeah. do we have such a hard time with that? Well, because we get these triggers that we get from early childhood. Mm-hmm. They they can get fired off in a nanosecond. Yeah. And the and something that was is really grooved can, it can actually when we're triggered that part of the brain, when it gets triggered, turns off the prefrontal cortex that says, hi, I'm Denise. Hi, I'm Oliver. I'm Gary. Yeah. Now we're off to this, the races. The reason why it's it seems easy, but you have to train your brain ahead of time. You have to get honest with yourself. No, hey, I got some triggered stuff here. Mm-hmm. And if I wait till I'm in a relationship or I'm in a conflict, and the moment that thing gets triggered off, if it's, you know, you're done. You're done. Yeah. You yeah. have to untrain your brain. Yeah. If that makes sense. I mean, yeah. you know, uh, I've had to learn where are my triggers mm. and and to work with that young child. One, giving him back the better feelings that that triggered state is hoping to get. Mm. Right. Um, and then to just call my brain so I can truly stay present and in the now and not replaying yesteryears. I mean, an example of it was, you know, I, you know, I was, my real father was the other man in my, my, my uh, 
my mom's first marriage, right? Mm -hmm. And I knew some stuff was up, but, you know, because, and then in high school, I figured out there's something going, there's off. There's something off of this story back there. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then eventually I figured out that uh, the guy they said was my name, or, you know, guy with the last name of Salyer, he was on the birth certificate, but he wasn't, he wasn't there that night, (laughs) you know? Okay. And, And then it became very, very apparent why my mother called me the seven word the word that so often is a child that rhymes with custard <laughs> mm-hmm. or and then the word illegitimate mm-hmm. now i can and and i and i just began oh so that's what the b word means wow oh and i could and i remember you could call me in high school you could almost call me anything but that word and i would ignite yeah. and i remember being at a sermon and the preacher talked about uh, some some child that was an illegitimate child, and I mean, I could just feel the whoosh. My 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 foot is tapping, and my best friend goes back to third grade is is sitting beside me, and he says, "He's not talking about you." Karen. Wow! Wow! <laughs> wow! But that state didn't know that it went off, and it took, and you know, it took. Uh, a lot of years for me to feel welcomed in mm, life. Mm. I began to realize anything that I don't feel welcome is immediate trigger value. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. And um, so that goes back to early on. So, you know, if you if you're listening out there to hear, you know, the time to start is now to know where your your deep wounds are, your triggered states. Yeah, mm-hmm. I got it. And you also got to know there's usually a, a, not only a wounded child, sometimes it can be a wounded young adult if you were in a bad marriage, mm-hmm. right? But there's usually a younger part that gets up and wants to talk. I have a mouthy eight-year-old, right? <laughs> and that mouthy eight-year-old never says anything real loving, right? Because all that, all those, those, they're protective parts. They're not connective yeah, parts. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Triggered states are always about protection, not connection. Mm. You know, so keeping wow. it, it calm allows you to stay loving. It allows you to stay kind. And, you know, it became in one of the, you know, you have to be honest with you. I had to one day realize that if I didn't talk and get in control of that mouthy eight-year-old in me who was trying to protect me, right. he was going to grow up one day and talk just like my uncle's. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that was like, oh, you know, and it was like, I thought I would never be like them. <laughs> right. Wow. Yes. So, you know, it takes honesty. You got to work it ahead of time because the moment you get into a relationship or in that argument, if you haven't grooved your brain to be, to stay calm and to not run the old feelings, mm-hmm. I don't run unwelcome anymore. Wow. I run well. Now I can sit calm. Well, that's, you know, okay, they're upset with me. This isn't a threat to my entire existence. Yeah. You're right. Um, nobody's saying anything about, <laughs> I have a perfect right to exist. Yeah. You know, <laughs> you know, I, you know I can feel that I am a gift to the universe. Mm. Not in any egotistical way. Yeah. And that I can, I feel like the, the, the universe can be 
my comfortable home. It's, mm-hmm. you know, a cozy little place for me. Mm-hmm. I mean, look at the people I get to sit with today. Woo-hoo. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> hey, hey, listen. It's an honor. You are, you are wow. schooling us right now, man. Yeah. This, this is awesome. For those of you who are listening, you know, we always say at the beginning, get out a pen and paper. And you heard us say that in the beginning. So please, I hope you're taking notes. Because listen, there's something that you said that, I think may lead into some something else. And, and you talked about the fact that that triggered state, right, comes from. It's all about protection yeah, and not connection. That's man. Yeah. Recognizing that in and of itself, I think, could be a game changer mm-hmm. for a lot of folks. Yeah, that's good. So here's a question for you, Gary. How can when now that you realize that this young child in you is what's being triggered, right? Mm -hmm. How how do you, how does your spouse or anyone's spouse, when they recognize that they're being triggered, this young child is in them being triggered. How does their spouse support them through what has to happen next? As far as, you know, creating new pathways in the brain and, and making deeper grooves in, in a better way in your, in the brain. How can your spouse support you in that? You know, that's, man, that's a good question, Denise. Mm -hmm. Uh, When I work with couples, they all have a pattern that's I call a dueling pattern, Mm -hmm. okay? I call them like dueling rights because, you know, like I noticed, unwelcome doesn't give give you a real good right to exist, right? Mm -hmm. And I talk about that in the book. Mm -hmm. But they always have a pattern. I don't have a right to have my needs met. I don't have a right to feel empowered, Yeah. right? You know, so... But underneath that are two wounded kids. Yeah. Right. And then the first move for a couple that I have to do is to get them to recognize the pattern. Hmm. And then I can say, them, so we have a choice here. We can continue to make the partner wrong, or you can become a team making the pattern wrong. Wow. Mm. I like that. Make the pattern wrong. And now you're a team Mm -hmm. against the pattern instead of making each other. Now, that's the first first move of a we. In every couple, the heart and soul of that relationship is the we. Show me a couple without a we and I'll show you a war. Mm. You know, and or something very distant, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Now, after that, it's a matter of gaining empathy and understanding, oh, there's that, here's my triggered one just walked into the relationship, or there's that, there's that, there's that triggered one from Little World. And so every couple has what are called John Gottman calls enduring vulnerabilities. Mm-hmm. Right? I still wouldn't want to be called that B word. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I could be called other ones, but that one still has a little, it's not much, but it's a little bit. Yeah. Right? Still stinks. You know? yep. And um, and then you can turn it into with compassion. Then you say, there's that enduring enduring vulnerability to endearing vulnerability. Mm, okay. There's that one who's scared she won't ever get her needs met. There's that one who feels they'll never they'll there always be one down on the relationship. Mm. And that's never going to happen again. And then when you can say it looks like, you know, uh, you know, demanding uh, Dean is in them, <laughs> is in it. it looks like, you know, uh, 
resentful Roberta is in the room. <laughs> and then we can now, you know, couples have to understand what their triggers are and how they can soothe each other. The masters are good at not only self-soothing, but other soothing. It's a myth that we actually self-soothe. What we are biologically wired for is co-regulation. Hmm. Okay. Couples, good couples have to know real well how to soothe each other. Hmm. That's good. That's good. And, and yeah. It, wow. Yeah, that's excellent. And you you know what I'm hearing as you're as you're talking, Gary? Something that often I know when we sit with couples, something that we we see quite often that couples don't do either because they haven't thought that that was part of the process or they're just too stubborn to do it is yeah. to go through this process or know that part of your commitment was signing up to be supportive. Number one, to have some sense of recognition, whether it be for the good things or for the, the areas that the growth areas, right. And, mm -hmm. and some level of education. Like I'm supposed to recognize what's happening with my spouse and then kick into that support action. I'm supposed to be learning about my spouse so that I know what those triggers are. And, oh, I know that this is the person that just walked in the room. And so now I know what level of support I can give this person. And often we don't want to work. We don't want to go that deep. Mm. Yeah. No, no, we won't. We've been told it's all it's going to be a Hallmark card. Right. Right. Yes. Happily ever after. Yeah. And, and the fact of the matter is, every relationship is a matter of connection, disconnection, and reconnection. And where do we, we learn trust? It's when we learn we can trust that the reconnection will happen. Wow. Tell me, where did you ever see that on a Hallmark card? Right. Mm. <laughs> Not really. Not You're really. Right. We don't get that far because when the disconnection happens, we don't we don't even accept the fact that all of those three components are constant in our relationship. When we get to the disconnection phase, that's when we're ready to run out the door. Exactly. Mm. Uh, or we fight. <laughs> right. Or we fight. Yeah. We, or we fight, you know, an attachment. There's the ones that run for the door. You know, we're going to stonewall the distances. Mm -hmm. Right. Those are called avoidance. And there's the ones that are, oh, no, you ain't walking away from me, boy. <laughs> and we're going to lock this thing down. You think you're getting away from me? Oh, no. Chase the dragon right into the cave, right? <laughs> and um, those reactions don't work. I mean, sometimes couples do need to, to, to have a timeout. It has to be agreed upon, right? Mm. And, um, and it, but it's it's how it's done. You got to be able to say, look, I'm about ready to lose my best self. I'm afraid of what I'll say. I'm going to take a half hour break and I promise you I'll come back. Yeah. Come back. And if you needed a you know, text, say, I'm not out of it yet. You don't, you know, uh, and you come back and then you can come back as a different person. Those reactive states are in all of us. Mm -hmm. It's and in fact, this part of the brain will turn off the blood flow to this when it gets triggered. Yeah. And this is the part that does connection and empathy. This is where all your mirror neurons are at. Wow. You know, it literally turns off the blood flow uh -huh. in your ears and it sets, resets the ears to hear higher and lower pitches of a predator and tunes out the middle uh, sounds of attachment and connection. Wow. So it's only primed to hear in the key a threat. Yeah. 
So wow. instead of your 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 loving partner's um, a voice sounding like music and melody, it sounds like you know grating metal or 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 some army coming at you. Yep, that's uh, incredible. This mm-hmm. is literally, I mean, the bug in our system that we we have to learn as couples, you know, to manage quite individually. Yeah, you know, you know? Wow. so that's yeah. why I say. A calm, you know, love needs a calm brain. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yep. Very good. Man, listen, for those of you who are listening, class is in session. Um, <laughs> we are learning so much about this. And and this kind of leads me to something. There's something I love you have on your website. And there's three truths that you live by. And, and with this talk that we're talking about in terms of learning and adjusting mm-hmm. and growing and the recognition piece, there's one of those three things is, is it's, it's all adaptable. Mm-hmm. One yes. of the truths that you live by. Can you expand on that a little bit? Because that again, goes against some of what we have been conditioned as it relates to relationships. I, it's funny. I told my wife this, and, and obviously this is not the case. <laughs> we're 21 years in, but 21 years ago, right before we were about to get married, I told her, listen, I'm never going to change. <laughs> And I don't ever want you to change either. Now, can you imagine, Gary, what life would have been like if that had stayed <laughs> stayed that way? We had yeah. to, we have to adapt. So talk about that. It's all okay. adaptable. It's all adaptable and needs to be adaptable. I'm going to back it up just a little bit. There's a okay. thing I said before that that is the basis of that. And that okay. is there's no unresourceful people mm, yep, yep. or unresourceful states. Mm-hmm. Now, in terms of adaptability, it has to be in the cart. That we will never be with the same person our whole lives. We know that from a Harvard study that knows tracks identity over 60 years and found out that people couldn't even understand their identity statements at 75 <laughs> that they wrote when they were 15. Mm-hmm. Wow. It, remind, it reminds me of a couple that I was in class with undergraduate. They married 63 years. He was 93. She was 88. And uh, a very disrespectful football player said so what's it like married to the same woman for 63 years and and this guy looked at him and said well young man if you're that lucky (laughs) (laughs) and then he said he says if you think you're married to the same woman for 63 years you got Mm -hmm. another thing coming Mm -hmm. he says i have been married to five different women every 10 12 years she changed on me Mm -hmm. and the fact the matter is that my marriage had to change. And she, and he went and described the five women he had been married to. And she was sitting there just nodding her head, beaming like a well-loved woman. Oh. Life is adaptable. Or we don't stay the same, so we have to be adaptable. Mm-hmm. But what, what happens is when we get these, un, you know, I say there's no, no such thing as an unresourceful person, only an unresourceful state. We tend to label ourselves whatever the state is. Mm. Yeah. Now, yep. now we think, well, I'm just unworthy. No, that's a feeling. That's a state mm-hmm. that comes from feeling unworthy, having been given that feeling of unworthy. Or, yeah. I'm just, you know, I, I just don't. I can never win in a relationship. I guess I'm a loser. No, that's an identity based on a state, and it's not. The state is not your truth. Yeah. The state is a is a is a is a feeling that keeps playing over because it's you, at one time your your system took the best deal available. Yeah. Yeah. Right? So 
the, it's important to know that buried beneath of us, there are the feelings of welcomed and worthy and cherished and empowered and lovable. But because of earlier experience, it kind of gets put away in a layaway plan or it gets labeled as only for somebody else. Only Oprah gets to be that way, right? Mm-hmm. You know, you know, only George Clooney gets to be the really worthy one, right. <laughs> you know, and all I know is working with every client, that resourceful state is in everyone. It's just being taken away due to security protocols. At one point in time, if I had raised my voice to a borderline mother, felt empowered, nothing good would have come from that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nothing good would have come from that. Right. right. You could, you know, in that situation, I might have lost my life because she could get violent. So my brain takes the best available. That's not who Gary was, though. Mm. That's not who Gary was. You know, so, and all these states, what I do with my clients is I help find the that place in their brain that originally had a birthright to feel that, knows how to feel that, because we were all born to feel these feelings, yeah. and then make it safe again. Mm. Yeah. We find out what flavor of safety their brain needs to know to be able to feel empowered, to be worthy, and to reach out and have a voice. Yeah. So when that happens, the brain takes a better deal, and that better deal is commonly called adjustable. <laughs> mm, okay. Yeah. So w- if you know that there's no such thing as an unresourceful person, only an un- the, only the state, and that these states are within all of us. Mm-hmm. It's a matter of finding the safety protocols. That's why the book was called Safe to Love Again. Not guilt trip, not vision boarded, <laughs> you know, none of these things, yeah. right? Then it's all adjustable. Every last person here has a right to feel welcomed, worthy, cherished, and empowered, and lovable. Those, And that is adaptable. Man. And then when we have that, we can choose, we can pick, we can create, we can maintain. Because, and, and especially for couples, you know, if you feel unworthy, you're going to give that one way or another. And that will create conflicts. If you have un- disempowered running, you'll give it or you'll, you'll react to anything that seems like a, if a partner feels, your partner feels empowered, then you'll react. Oh, my God, why do I get to be one down? Mm. Right? When, in fact... That's the feeling, and they're not trying at all. And they're going, well, how did I get into this 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 mess? I was just, you know, doing my stuff. And um, so it's all adaptable. Yeah. We have a birthright to feel this way. Mm-hmm. We were wired to. We had to get unwired to do it. And I know from tons of clients and my own self that uh, you can reclaim that secure love style if you're anxious or avoiding it. And you can have the love you, you can attract and keep. The love you deserve. Awesome. Man, that is, listen, we didn't ask for any trade secrets. I don't think I've asked for one yet because I didn't need to. You've dropped, you've literally dropped a master class of trade secrets. Absolutely. Those of you who are listening to this, I encourage you to share this with everyone you know. Yes. This was a masterclass. Mm-hmm. It literally was a masterclass. And and listen, we, we want to turn a corner in a second, but I want you to talk about this. We didn't touch on this. Um, I want you to talk about the book that's currently out now. Mm-hmm. And, and just if you want to give a sneak preview, you can of the next one. If you don't, that's fine. But um, okay. uh, Gary's got one coming. So. 
be on the lookout for that. Mm-hmm. But talk about the one that that's that's currently available now. The current book is called Safe to Love Again, How to Release the Pain of Past Relationships and Create the Love You Deserve. Mm. The pain is all those four feelings, disempowered, yep. you know, all those. And, you know, uh, the two things I like about much is most readers have said it was either eye-opening or life-changing. Wow. I like it. Uh, and uh, so it's that's on Amazon. Mm. And I have just begun to write my second book. Okay. Which I always knew would be the sequel. If okay. it's safe to love again, how do you keep it? Yes. Mm. Safe to stay in love. How loving couples create and keep a love that lasts. Mm. There it is. So needed. So yes. needed. So needed. Man, I yeah. love it. I love it. So listen, I know our our our, our listeners are, you know, just uh, clamoring, is that a word, to find out mm-hmm. <laughs> how to get a hold of this great uh, fellow here. But listen, we're going to get to that in a second. First... Yes. Let's turn a quick corner. We're going to play a quick game with you. Nothing you got to think about. And we'll let wifey talk about that. Okay. Any related basketball or anything like that? No. <laughs> I, I wouldn't be able to to be the host of this game if it had anything to do with basketball. <laughs> so it's called the 62nd Think Fast. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask you 10 questions and... It's like a, do you prefer this or that? And you have to quickly give me the answer. So, for example, okay. what's your favorite color, red or blue? And you have okay. to give me whichever one it is. And mm-hmm. Ollie is going to put a timer on for 60 seconds. So we're going to try and get through this in 60 seconds. We're going to try and beat the clock, okay? All righty. All right. You ready? Well, let's do it. Okay, here we go. Coffee or tea? Tea. Carnivore or herbivore? Carnivore. Football or baseball? Baseball. Casual grub or fancy restaurant? Fancy restaurant. Netflix or night owl? Or sorry, Netflix or night out? Night out. (laughs) Book or movie? Movie. Super rich or super happy? Super happy. Hot and humid or cool and crisp? Cool and crisp. Toilet paper hangs over or under? Uh, under. <laughs> <laughs> Last one. Early bird or night owl? Oh, night owl. <laughs> no way I do early bird. <laughs> Me either. You've never been in my home. <laughs> oh, we were perfect on time. We were good on time. You beat the clock tremendously. Man, Gary, thank you so much. Um, this was amazing. Yeah, I can't thank you enough for taking some time out of your schedule to to talk to us man yeah. this was phenomenal yes those of you who are listening make sure that you go back we say this all the time this is you know this is another one you, it's just not a one listen you got to go back you got to yeah take some notes you got to jot some things down you got to let this thing soak in mm-hmm. and allow it to put you yeah. in that mode that will put you in the mindset of unlearning like Gary said yeah. and then learning what you need to learn and adapt to in order to see your relationship thrive at the level that you want to see it thrive so thank you so much Gary we can appreciate I, can you. I can I mention that my if my if you if people like these insights I have a free video gift that people can choose oh at, yes that's that's where we were going next so yeah. you you right on target we we want to know yeah. how to get a hold of you. Uh, how okay. to get the book, what you have coming up next, please, by and all means. And what you have to offer, all of that. Yep. yep. So if if you go to GarySalyer.com, 
or, or you can, it can be either that or GarySire.com forward slash love guide, love guide. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've got this thing called Dr. Gary's Guide to Lasting Love. And it's a pretty cool video series that uh, is about how do you go from wherever you're at to lasting love. And it's and you can pick your own version that fits you. If you're single and you're not dating and afraid to date, how do you get back in the game? Because you can't find lasting if you're not in the game. Right. Or right. if you're single, you can. there's a series there <coughs> that is for singles who are dating, but they haven't found the one. And then for couples who are wondering, you know, how do we find more love together? Mm -hmm. So you go to my website, GarySalyer.com, forward slash love guide. We'll go there, pick your gift. And if you need to contact me, you can always write me. It's on the website too, but Dr. Gary at GarySalyer.com, D-R-G-A-R-Y at GarySalyer.com. But the love guides are brand new. And uh, I've uh, I just had somebody, believe it or not, send me a check for 200 bucks. Wow. We were so grateful for it. Now, that doesn't, you, I mean, it's a free gift. I never expected that. Yeah. But it, it, I was like, wow, is, you know, people have found it on that magnitude. Help. Yeah, right. that's wonderful. And that, and that just shows you, for those of you who listen, that just shows you the uh the worth the yeah, value the value yeah. of the information that you would get yeah. from from dr gary yes. so make sure that you are connecting with him we'll have all of that information plus social media in the uh show description so that you can connect with him go get that free guide and, and purchase the book and get the purchase book. the yes. book indeed Listen, this was phenomenal, man. Yes, thank you thank again. You. Listen, we 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 pray God's blessing on everything that you do. Mm-hmm. You are transforming lives. Yes. Using your story, which now fuel the passion that you have to instruct couples like us on yeah. how to get this love and keep it, man. Yeah. It's awesome. Wonderful. It's awesome. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you. You know, that to just bask for this amount of time and the love of such a wonderful couple, because I can feel it between the two of you. It is a blessing to my life to be here on a podcast with a loving couple that epitomizes everything I write. Beautiful. I mean, you can feel the energy between us. I hope all the listeners do. You guys are magnificent souls. And I thank you for inviting me into the circle of your presence. It's been a blessing. Thank you so much for saying that. Blessings on you, my friend. You too. This has been another episode of Trade Secrets. Make sure you visit www.denali.org for more engaging content and for other ways to connect with Oliver and Denise. Also, don't forget to subscribe and share this episode. Until next time, God bless.